0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm your host, Kirsty, as always, and this week I'm talking to what feels like a really old friend, but we've actually never spoken before other than on the interwebs, Mary Payne Gilbert from Pain in the Pod, and you might know her as the number one bunkie on Pink Shade. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, number one bunkie. I like it. I like it. (laughs) It's your claim to fame. That's right. That's right. Yes. So we are covering Real Housewives of OC today and we'll get into that infamous uh, interview this week with Teresa and Joe talking to Andy a little bit later in the show. But let's kick it off with a tea party. Um, this was a wild. These costumes, look, I would be lying if I said... I don't want to roll into my 60s wearing those costumes and rolling out a red carpet and stumbling around. It looked like so much fucking fun. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> I did feel sorry for Gina, however. How I uh,
1: I didn't think it looked fun at all. I think it looked hot and itchy. <laughs> and I couldn't believe they were at a public place with other people around them. You know, normally they do these things like, midday in like a dark back room of a restaurant um I only Gina's outfit did I think look fun
0: well right see I yeah. I found Gina's outfit look you're right it did look very hot and scratchy and I was uh concerned for the patrons of the restaurant however I would have paid good money to have been there And just observe from the balcony. Like some people were leaning over the balcony when these women are just (laughs) screaming and hollering. They just wanted to get their nose into it. And I can relate to that. But yeah, (laughs) Gina, I mean, I was confused when Emily was saying she looked like a hooker and Gina herself said that. Like you're very clothed for a prostitute my dear
1: (laughs) I didn't get the hooker reference at all I I, you know I thought her outfit was cute I thought it was it was just so it was like they were mixing all these different things right it was supposed to be Queen Victoria but really she was looked like Marie Antoinette and then Uh, Gina was dressed up like the Mad Hatter but like that's I I was like I think you've got them all confused (laughs) yeah
0: they sort of combined and then Shannon was off with her (laughs) heads, and the production guys just like um I'm not sure that's the right thing so yeah everyone was very confused but it was I mean it was kind of appropriate for the women and the debacle that ensued I mean this it's becoming more and more clear to me that Vicky really wasn't a friend of until they finished filming. So I'm wondering if something went down between her and Andy, because she is in every episode and to dedicate an entire lunch to her birthday, it doesn't seem like an auxiliary kind of character to me. Ancillary character. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, Yeah. And even last night, um, or for, for, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was from last night. I watched this morning, the Watch What Happens Live with Kelly Dodd and Brandy Glanville, which, you know, that's a shit show waiting to happen. And he mentioned, I mean, he fully mentioned, he was like, oh, God, I love Vicky in a costume. It was so fun. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he acts like he just loves her. So I'm like, why did you make her friend of? So far, that's so weird. far, she's been in it quite a bit, you know?
0: Yeah, it's really bizarre to me. I'm hoping that we get a little bit more info as things pan out. But, I mean, yeah, that's, that's surprising. I haven't watched that episode of Watch What Happens Live yet, and I just saw it advertised on Instagram because it takes everything much longer to get down under because, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're in freaking the other end of the earth. But yes, I that one's going to be a shit show. I mean, the part that I did see, they were a vote the audience were allowed to vote who was a bigger, hot mess between Brandy Glanville <laughs> and Kelly Dodd, and I was shocked. Kelly was like 79 percent that the audience thought she was the bigger hot mess. I mean, have people just forgotten <laughs> what Brandy? <laughs> Brandy is like probably
1: so probably so and they did another funny thing that was he asked questions like would you do this yes or no and they and he would ask Kelly things that Brandy had done and ask Brandy things that Kelly has done like you know would you yell in your friend's husband's face you're a twerp you're a dork and Brandy's like yes yes, I would <laughs> and then ask Kelly would you throw a glass of wine in somebody's face and Kelly's like yep sure would you know right. was, They they answered yes on everything I was like Oh, well, this is a friendship that won't last because they're too alike.
0: I, yeah, Yeah. I was just going to say, maybe this is a friendship blossoming, but you're right. They would rip each other to shreds. Although I think that, I mean, Kelly at least is very forgiving. Perhaps it would, they would, you know, throw a glass in each other's face, give a little slap, sleep with each other's husbands and, um, (laughs) and then just move on, wake up the next day and be like, well, that was a wild night. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's that's probably that's probably about right. also with a friend like that that's so like you I think it would be tough I think I think if I was friends with either one of them I'd always be watching my back like oh my god I hope she doesn't embarrass me
0: oh god absolutely although a friend did say to me a couple of weeks ago um like genuinely turned to me she's also a real housewives nut she said oh do you think um you're a kelly I was like, oh oh, God, like I felt so seen and so vulnerable. I was like, I think maybe I would, Kelly would be like me if, if, if she had a lot of therapy for the last 15 years. So I was like, I'm, I'm I'm Kelly with work. (laughs) Uh I get it. I'm not getting into fistfights with old ladies, but I can see, I do have extremes of emotion.
1: Would you push your mother down the stairs? Allegedly. Okay,
0: I want to (laughs) ask you about this. I'm going to say for the record, no. So just so that that's out there. yeah. Okay. What is this rumor? Because I've seen it floating around, but I have no idea where it came from. I mean, I have no idea if there's any validity in it. Have you heard more about this?
1: It just seems like everybody's heard it. And it was when her mom was on so much, the show, and then around the time she was getting divorced from Michael and selling the house – the mom was no longer on the show. And somehow, somewhere, it started where somebody said, why isn't the mom and the brother on the show anymore? I think it was the brother, actually, put out there, like, well, she pushed my mom down the stairs, so my mom had to move out. Now my mom lives with me in Arizona, or the two of them moved to Arizona. Wild. Um The now, brother says it. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if there's any validity to it. But just like the train, you know, it's kind of funny to think about.
0: <laughs> I know every time someone says it I definitely giggle and then I think I mean I shouldn't be laughing about somebody pushing their own flesh and blood down the stairs but I I just first of all I don't think it's true but I can see Kelly doing that it's like those tv shows where You know, the daughter has been looking after her sickly mother for 25 long years. And then she walks in and she injects them with, I don't know, oxygen or something that, you know, not supposed to put directly into a vein and kills their mum. Like, I can see Kelly being that (laughs) psychotic.
1: Okay, so which is worse, getting angry and pushing somebody down the stairs or injecting them with something so
0: they die? Okay, so In I, either
1: scenario is not great. It's not great for our look, feeling on Kelly's character. Look, it's
0: not great. I I actually think the pushing down the stairs is more is a more of a Kelly move. She's not really premeditated. She's emotional. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so and she her, her new thing that she loves to do is talk about how smart she is, which I think is super interesting. She was talking a lot about how smart she is on Andy show that's her was new
0: she? thing okay yeah yeah oh, okay God. great yeah sure. she was like talking about all the the study the other week and all that yeah, I don't know anyway she's um look she's an interesting character and I do love her and I need her on this I missed her this week I have to say um but I think she probably made the right choice even not even just appearing through a phone she made an impact by one little comment that she made that Tamra so accidentally let slip as they were leaving Uh the tea party. This is the first time I feel like Tamra might have actually messed up because she was instantly like hand to mouth and Shannon's face was like, oh God. So of course I'm referring to um, Tamra letting slip that Kelly had said on the phone that the only party she would attend for Vicky is her funeral. Wow. I mean, it's pretty rough.
1: That's bad. But, you know, again, Brandy and Kelly on uh, Watch What Happens Live were like, no, she meant it in a nice way. Like, she would love to come and honor her at her funeral. (laughs) And Brandy goes, I understood exactly what she meant. And Andy's looking at them like, you two, come on. wow. (laughs)
0: They need their own show. Just the two of them, like, bumbling around this mortal coil and getting into hijinks because – they, the way they perceive the world is so different to the average bear. It would just be fascinating to watch.
1: <laughs> I mean, at one point Vicky comes on and they were showing a clip and that's when Andy was like, I love Vicky in a costume, blah, blah, blah. And they were showing her all, you know, done up with her hair, you know, and that crazy lipstick and everything. Yeah. And Kelly's like, Kelly's like, can't put lipstick on a pig.
0: And Andy oh just, like,
1: covered his face with his cards. It was like, come on.
0: She just she doesn't scared. stop, does she? She'll never uh-uh. let it die. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's when uh, Kelly starts to, rub, like, rub on me a little bit and I get a little bit, oh, like, just – I think she's funny. I think she's witty. I actually do think she's smart, although it's annoying when people proclaim to be smart or rich or whatever. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, when she kind of hammers things home like a teenage boy uh, just, like, finding his feet in the world, it really bothers me. Like, just let it die. But I do think she is hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think she's hilarious, but I think being smart is you could come up with a, you know, like Bethany Frankel can give you a smart right. insult where it might, it might take you a minute to realize you were insulted. Whereas Kelly just like, you're dumb, you're stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, you look like a so pig, true. you're a dork. She just says it like a second grader on the playground would, yeah. you know? Yeah, you're so right. So I don't know about smart. I don't know. She's just
0: uh Maybe I'm she's interesting. I
1: don't I don't want her off my television because I think she's great TV, but she'd be she'd be rough to hang around, I think.
0: Yeah, maybe I'm giving her more credit than she's due just because of that comparison my friend gave me to Uh. her the other week. I'm like, no, no, she's really smart, you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? She she has several master's degrees.
0: Oh, Lord. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I loved just last little thing on that comment. I loved Vicky in the back of the car, just single tear going, she's not welcome at my funeral. With cake all
1: over her face,
0: all over her face, down her cleavage. It, I mean, Vicky is so good at that single tear, her and Lisa Rinna.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Her and Lisa Rinna and Caesar on 90 day fiance also, uh, got that single tier going.
0: Okay. So it's let's a, pause and a, talk a, about that's... Caesar for a second because okay. I'm not sure if you've seen this. Um, a he a friend requested me the other day on Facebook and I Whoa. shared it with the pink shade. <gasps> pod, uh, right. ladies. Yes. And it, it, like blew up. Everybody in the pink shade Facebook group was telling me like, I'm the chosen one. I can score so much <laughs> money from Caesar. Uh, I was getting really excited. I'm like watching my uh, university bills go down. Um, And he's from, is he from Love After Lockup or 90 Day Fiancé?
1: He's 90 Day Fiancé. 90 Day.
0: Okay, so I haven't been watching this show, I just listened to the podcast. And um, yeah, and I was getting really excited. I'm like, yes, I can pay off so much stuff, (laughs) get my nails did, you know? And, uh, yeah, he ghosted me pretty quickly. I was – I've been rejected, Mary Payne, by someone from 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) Hey, I mean – Well,
1: he's holding out all all hope for Maria, his Ukrainian girlfriend, that no one even thought existed, but there was, like, a big uh, thing this week because she appeared on the tell-all at the end. And I don't – did you ever watch that BBC show, uh, Killing Eve?,
0: no, I still want to watch
1: it. It's so good. So the, the villain in it is named Villanelle. And she looks just like Jackie Schimmel, if you know who that is from mm-hmm. The Bitch Bible. But she, the girl that, um, she won the Emmy this year for Best Actress. I mean, she is so diabolical and so good. But she's so beautiful that when you're looking at her, you're like you don't know she's about to stab you in the eye. Like right. that is exactly the what Maria, by. his Ukrainian girlfriend, looked like.
0: I, I saw her actually. She is beautiful. I saw a picture of her. I don't know, maybe on the maybe on the Facebook page again, and she is absolutely stunning. So look, I get it, but I really could use just a couple bucks, Caesar, if you're listening. Then <laughs> <laughs> me. <Venone. laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, she. Yeah, she's cold as ice. I mean, cold as ice. And I, I told Aaron, I go, this is the spinoff we need. We need to follow Maria around the Ukraine, jilting men out of money. That's what we need to do. Poor (laughs) Caesar. Poor Caesar. Poor Caesar.
0: So, yeah, I'll let you guys know if there's any uh, further movement on the Caesar situation. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm very good at getting ghosted. But this this one was tough. I mean, this felt like my rock bottom. So, look
1: one yeah, way not from here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by Caesar that might be a rock bottom, I got to be honest.
0: <laughs> keep trying, keep oh, trying. Am I laughing or crying? Who knows. <laughs> well, let's go right back to the start of OC for a tick. What did you think of this Gina and Matt date making out penis touching situation? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think that you know she didn't want to be separated or divorced in the first place you know she got back together with him after she knew that he was a cheater and then she separated from him when she found out he was still talking to the same woman from before yes. and it's all very very rough and you know i i think we've all been there mm-hmm. where You have a breakup, but you go back because it's not even, I don't even know why, because you don't think you're getting back together, that it's going to work or that you want to have the sex or whatever. You're just like, it's complicated
0: and it's familiar.
1: Yeah. It's familiar. And it's like for your ego, for somebody to be attracted to you or think you're funny or I don't know. It's, it's very complicated. And so I didn't really necessarily blame her. You know, I was kind of like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. You know, because first of all, he probably still has that girlfriend and he's just swinging mm-hmm. back through the OC to hit it with you. I mean, and then of course we know in real time, there was more drama in their marriage and there was uh, physical abuse. And then he's lost his job over it and tried to sue her for uh, alimony. Like he's a dick. Yeah. So I think we're going to get to see all that play out, which will probably uh, put a little more excitement in this season, I think.
0: Yeah. And to be honest, I'm, I completely agree with you. Like I yeah we've all we've all been there you know heartbreak does strange things to a person but yeah I hope she I hope she stays strong and doesn't get back with him because it's just it's too hard to watch like I find it depressing her storyline upsets me and I it has mostly I think to do with her living situation in that tiny little place with three kids some chinchillas and zero <laughs> furniture, uh, seemingly. And Matt and I'm. I agree. I think he's just jumping from his girlfriend to his wife, back to his girlfriend when he gets bored. And it's it really just makes me upset. I I want to skip it every time. But um, what
1: about her hair? How do you feel? How do you feel I was about her just hair? Just
0: gonna say this. Look, I am all for a crisis being cured with change up of the hair. I'm not attached to my hair. I will chop it off in an instant. I will color it. I will do anything to it. It's just always it's just hair. It'll grow back, but I hate it. <laughs> I think it's horrible.
1: <laughs> well, I thought that once again Kelly died for the wind to be like that was so stupid. Like yeah. you can't fix anything with with a change. Of, you can't have a breakup and do your hair look stupid. Case the <laughs> point. Gina. You're she's right. Like, God, he, but she's right. She's right. You know? Yep. Oh, Lord. It's just not a good flattering color for her. It's not a good flattering color for her skin tone. You know what I mean? Like that that white, white platinum could work on somebody else, but mm-hmm. she's, it just doesn't work on her kind of olive Italian skin tone. It just is a no. It's yes. a no
0: for me though. It's a no for me too. For some reason it makes her look really washed out and, like kind of green. <laughs> She's just looks sickly yeah. with it and I don't I don't approve. And the hairdresser was so excited when she was doing it. She's like, "Oh my god, it looks amazing." And Jane is like, "Really? You sure?" I was like, "No, girl." <laughs> that's when you that's when your hairdresser, you know, your hairdresser is stuffed up when they're overexcited. They're like trying to talk yeah. you into it.
1: Oh yeah, she was also doing it in her kitchen, so that was uh I didn't
0: understand that at all.
1: Yeah. Let's. Maybe uh, she's getting it for free.
0: Well, I guess so. Yeah, if you appear on TV, maybe it's like a shout out to a, a who knows. They didn't even, as far as I know, mention the studio. I'm assuming everything that goes on in these shows. After watching Leanne Lock in the other uh, the other week, like scrounging for a discount on that wedding dress, I think everything <laughs> in these shows is just paid for or free or sponsored. So, hey, you know True. what? If it made her feel good, why not?
1: Um, Mm. I would, I would take a free hairdo as well, but
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Final, final, uh, few moments on uh, this tea party. We better talk about the, it's not about you Bronwyn. I was with Gina. Gina has driven me crazy in like the last two years, but I was so with her on this. I mean, Bronwyn is driving me nuts.
1: Yeah. The thing is, is that earlier she had said the exact same thing about Shannon where, you know, she was like, all right, well, I may have hooked up with my ex, whatever. And Shannon's like, you just don't remember what I went through. And then she was on and on and on. And, and that's yeah. the first thing I noticed when Shannon started talking. And then Gina did say all roads lead to Bador, You know, there's no, no subject you can bring up. And then she probably had that on the brain and then there she is talking about her child who has sensory issues and some, you know, real issues. And she was saying she had guilt because maybe her child had gotten sort of ignored in this whole divorce thing. And, and she really wanted to take her to this therapist. And so that's like a real Hmm. feeling that she was having. And She was trying to tell the women like, Hey, some of you have been through this with kids that have maybe special things and and Brahman did kind of have to jump in because she's got the most kids. She feels the most qualified, but I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think that's true.
0: You I, know, when she, did the
1: public school thing and she was like, I was trying to say I support you. And she's like, it's the way you said it. It's not about you.
0: Yeah. That was rough. Supportive.
1: Yeah, yeah. That
0: private school thing. Like, I mean, I know I kind of get where she, what she was trying to say, I think, but it did not sound right. <laughs> it's, it was very judgy and, when they did that Bronwyn montage of just her being very precious, it, I would be I would be on Gina's side there too. I was like, oh, she's so annoying. Where the rest of the time I've been like, yeah, she's kind of a fun gal. Like, definitely a people pleaser, but it's a lot. And I laugh I when
1: she's a, she's a little bit too try hard. Too you know, try hard. A
0: little, yeah. a little
1: bit trying to be like fit in and I'm kind of like you're the new girl know your place you know
0: yeah yeah well yes on I mean I we did hear her and her husband saying that they'll never be boring and I just thought that was very like if you're fun you don't have to explain (laughs) how fun you are I'm a fun gal (laughs)
1: I'm a I'm the coolest mom there is right right right
0: Right? tell me I'm (laughs) lovable.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Tell me I'm fun and everybody thinks I'm fun. I'm like, the fact that you and your husband have this like sex apartment and you sort of openly talk about your threesomes and all this stuff, that doesn't necessarily make you fun. It just makes you an oversharer or seem a little desperate for attention, maybe. Yeah. I don't.
0: I've always thought the people that talk about their sex lives the most are the people that are probably having struggling with their sex lives. That's just well, my well, theory.
1: That's the same as with people put their everything perfect, perfect, perfect on mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram, and you know it took me a while. It, you know, being in the Facebook world for however many years now, it took me a while to be like, I don't think that's true. Yeah, whatever <laughs> those people. Yeah, I think they hate each other and sleep in separate rooms. You know, so I just I, I've gotten to where I just put nothing just like put pictures of like what my, my new puppy. And then, you know, like, Hey, does anybody know a new dry cleaner? You know, that's about it.
0: That puppy Mary Payne. I oh. can't handle it. What is it? A girl or a boy?
1: It's a girl. And she's, um she
0: looks like a teddy bear. She's what like a, a spoodle or something like that.
1: She is a golden doodle. She's going to be, she's a, a golden mini a golden,
0: gold member. <laughs>
1: she's going to be only like 20 pounds and she's so cute. Her name is going to be Violet. So we're excited.
0: I am obsessed with her. I looked at one of the photos you posted yesterday. No joke for about 10 minutes, just (laughs) trying not to cry. (laughs) Cuteness overload.
1: (laughs) Every time there's anything in our little family text with me and my husband and my two teenagers, somebody will say something and if something's annoying, I'll just send a picture of the dog and go, look what's coming to our house. Yeah. Instantly. Everybody be happy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh lord let's move on to this joe and Teresa unlocked special interview that they did with um andy cohen this week and if you haven't watched it i highly recommend it's 40 minutes of the weirdest shit i just found it really really hot like it was hot it was tough and i felt like i was trying to dissect each, each word they said and try and get like to the deep core of what's going on. But Uh I really like felt that this was the most truth we've ever gotten out of either of them. So if you feel like you haven't um, like really scraped the surface of Teresa before, this is a good episode to get you back into New Jersey because I really felt like we saw her vulnerability and, and heard some real shit from her for the first time in 10, 12 seasons, whatever it is now. What were mm-hmm. your first impressions of this strange event?
1: Well, you know, they had teased it, and Andy said on his radio show that it was going to he's like, there's gonna, there's a lot of tea that's spilled. like it's going to be explosive, like you really want to watch it. And, of course, he says that about everything. Mm-hmm. And then you can watch three parts of a reunion and be like, what, why did I waste three (laughs) hours of my life? You know, it wasn't explosive or whatever, but I felt that this, this actually delivered. And he said, I heard him say to somebody on the radio show that it was actually two hours that they had to, you know, get down to one for tape, which would be like 40 minutes. And I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the information that we got in such a short amount of time. We learned that she has not seen him in person in three years and eight months. Yeah. So I think what happened was he was at a prison that was kind of close and she was taking the girls. But then I believe he got moved to the same place where like Apollo was that used to be married to Phaedra from Real Housewives of Atlanta. So he was moved, I think like Kentucky or somewhere, which is not close to New Jersey. And I think that she was like, well, you know what? I'm just, I've got four kids. I'm not, we're not doing this. We're not getting in the car and going there and, um, whether the kids were taken there by somebody, I don't know. But I, for her to say that she had not seen him in person and to see him, yeah. like, alive in a chair and talking and all that. And at first she tried to be kind of flirty, like, who dressed you? Why do you have on that jacket? You know, and I thought, oh, God, they're going to act like they're together.
0: Mm-hmm. But, but no, the, no. It, I mean, for me, they are not together at all. They're just co-parenting and barely co-parenting. I mean – he isn't around like he's saying, Oh yeah, I make it work. Like I FaceTime the girls and whatnot. That's, that's, I had a dad that was working overseas interstate months and years at a time. And my mom was basically a single mom. I mean, that's what Teresa has been doing for four years and that's what she will have to continue to do. It's really, it's really sad. Like I genuinely was my heart was sank for them. Obviously I know that what they did was illegal, but their whole life is completely, well, it's shit hitting the fan. It's like, it's completely changed. So I do feel for them. I
1: did appreciate that he said more than once, even though he clearly has a lot of anger or hate towards her and she Mm. towards him as well. I did appreciate that. He said more than once that, one hundred percent, she should have never gone to jail. She signed one paper. Yeah, but you know, I, I think, and they made an example of her and all this. I appreciated that he said that. I appreciated that he admitted, you know, yeah, oh, I broke the law. Well, you know, blah blah blah. Um, I thought the thing about Trump was so bizarre. About yeah, you know, and, and people called into Andy's show. A lady called in and was like, "Why did you bring that up?" And he yeah. goes, "Because he goes, that's true. Like they, they actually do know each other, and yeah." And but he, she's like, he's so busy with other things. It's like,
0: <laughs> just like so what? Busy. <laughs>
1: like what? Like he's busy tweeting. I mean, what's he busy doing? Golfing, I mean,
0: getting a spray tan.
1: I mean, <laughs> oh dyeing his hair. I don't know. I um, died. so Sorry, guys. She, uh, yeah. I just thought there were so many things that came out of that. I think that yeah. it, it, him being fifty pounds lighter and looking like an entirely different person was like the least of the bombshells. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know? I mean, yeah. and we we've got admittance from kind of both parts uh, to a degree that they both have been unfaithful or at least believe the other person to have been unfaithful. I mean, like things like watching having the flashback of that phone call where Joe is saying, "Oh, my bitch wife is coming over" and calls the c-word and you know, like that stuff that we have been waiting for clarity and confirmation of for years was just kind of like brushed over because there was so much to say that that wasn't even the biggest arc of the whole interview. I mean, Teresa basically ad- ad- admit like admits that she knew he was being unfaithful. I think that she's she's got a boyfriend or she's just moved on emotionally. And like you said, the fact that they weren't together for, she hasn't seen him for three and a half years, but they also haven't lived with each other for five years with both of their time Mm -hmm. away I mean that's enough time to move on and heal and I can I believe that they've done that like it really looks like they're just well at least Teresa is kind of content without him
1: it was interesting and when he said you know yeah I'm here in Italy of course I'd rather be at home you know with my wife. He didn't say with my family, with my daughters. He said, of course, I would rather be at home with my wife and kids, but that's not the way it is. So what are you going to do? What are you going to (laughs) do? It is what it is. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I was like, what
0: are you going to do? What? what? Well, exactly. Yeah. I thought he would mention the girls more. Maybe it was too emotional for him or something. I don't know. I'm probably just giving him the benefit of the doubt there, but yeah, it was really, it was really interesting. And, um, then Andy brings up the the guy on the beach. Is that the guy that mm-hmm. I saw you walking on the beach with that time to Teresa and Joe's? Just kind of blindsided. He's like, "Uh, what beach was that now, Andy? I didn't know if you were on a beach with someone, Teresa." And you can tell he's trying not to lose his shit, but he is his he shut down to me to my like my eye after that point. Like he just was like, "Why am I bothering?" I think he was really hurt that Teresa has this, I don't know, sexy young guy on his arm, her arms. Well, let me tell
1: you, I can tell you a very random story about that Teresa on the beach with this guy thing. I mean, this is just, this is kind of the shit that sort of falls in my lap. So (laughs) I have a very good friend, a Catherine who lived in Brooklyn, lives in New York, Um, for 20 something years, she just recently, um, relocated and now she lives in uh, Georgia, but she's a Texas girl to start. She's a Southern girl. She always wanted to get back to the South. She's had this amazing business. It's based in Brooklyn. Her kids have gone to college. So she's finally did it. But she's you know great, you, you can't name anybody, and she either has helped, designed for them or knows them, you know, mm-hmm. but she's not like me, where she's all excited to know about a celebrity. She's more just like, oh, yeah, Michael Stipe was at my Christmas party. I'm no. like, of r e m what yeah. you know? <laughs> um, she's just real cash. and um last time I was in New York, she brought a guy. um she's divorced, and she brought a guy to meet me, and my husband for drinks, and he ends up we're talking to him and I was like you're so familiar to me and he goes oh I was on Orange is the New Black I was like you were and he was uh, Piper's dad on Orange is the New oh, Black Oh wow She just sort of did right so she is one of these also one of these gals that'll just like go off on a little bit vacation by herself so she what so baby Ben Andy Cohen's son was born January so this was in December when Watch What Happens Live was on hiatus Right She was at the Delano Hotel in Miami by herself, which she does every year for like three days after like the busyness of the Christmas, her Christmas orders get out for her company. Mm -hmm. So she was sitting there by herself at the pool and she sees this guy and it's just one chair in between them. And she didn't know who he was or anything, but once or twice somebody came up to him and talked to him or tried to take a selfie. He had no clue at all. She had no clue who he was. Oh my gosh. So then... He went down to the beach and came back and like she didn't pay any attention to him. Came back and he was sitting there looking at his phone and this picture of him and Teresa on the phone. She didn't know who Teresa is either. What? Who is this he woman? Just walked, <laughs> got, he just walked down to the beach and seen Teresa. And she oh my waited goodness. a few minutes and he put the phone down and he picked up. He was reading What to Expect When You're Expecting, baby book. So he was reading this baby book. And so she just leans over. She said she sat next to him for like two hours. Oh so God. she leans over to him. He was alone. She was alone. And she, she said, "Um, Hey, are you having a baby? Congratulations. Said, oh yeah, I am. Baby's due in January. Having it with a surrogate tells the whole story. She's still not a clue, not a clue who he is. Oh. So then she said, I saw you looking at that picture earlier. Who was that person on the beach? She goes, Oh God, it's this woman, Teresa. She's on real housewives in New Jersey. And I just ran randomly saw her on the beach and took a picture. He never mentioned anything about a guy. My friend Catherine never mentioned anything about a guy. But when he said this on the thing, I was like, that was that same exact time. Because he ended up posting that picture. And Teresa looked like she had been sprayed in, like, black oil. Like, she was, like... What? Oh, with so so tan. Tan. Super tan. I mean, like, super tan. And he... She said that he kept checking to see how many likes it got. And was, like, reading the comments and laughing. Mm. Then... Here's the twist of the whole story as Catherine is like packing up her stuff to go and just saying, good luck with your baby and maybe I'll see you tomorrow or whatever. Her like best friend from Brooklyn walks over and sits down with Andy and they are very good friends. And they were on the trip together.
0: What?
1: Like what's happening here?
0: What the so hell
1: she sits back down to chat with her girlfriend that she's known for all these years that in Brooklyn, who she didn't know was gonna be there. And the three of them end up ordering a round of rose and having a great time and toasting to the baby and all this stuff.
0: Oh my God, nothing good ever happens to me. Why can't I She, sends me, text.
1: she <laughs> sends me a text she sent me a text with a photo of him like to her left, like over her shoulder, and goes, is this guy somebody famous?
0: Wow.
1: So when he yeah, when he told that story, I was like, God bless, that's the exact same time that my friend Catherine was there.
0: Oh my god, that is so wild! All right, well, you've got an in to Andy Cohen, and that is amazing. I wish.
1: No, I, I don't think they kept in touch, but I'm I'm keeping it in my back pocket for an emergency.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> and her best friend was on holiday with him. What? Yeah. What? Because
1: they're really good friends. She, she's like, I've definitely heard her talk about her friend Andy that lives wow. in the West Village. But she was like, but I didn't know who it was. She was like, I still don't know who it is. He's on Bravo. Like, I don't, you know. He's
0: on Bravo. Yeah. He is Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Out. Oh, man. I mean, I'd be like that with sports sports people. Like, Same. I've probably been around quite a few sportsmen because there's AFL Australian Football League. It's massive here in Melbourne. I wouldn't have a clue who anybody is, but you put me near a housewife and I will like, I mean, I will be bowing down, kissing their feet, obviously, because that's only the like yeah. responsible response. <laughs> I mean, that's, they deserve no less uh, yeah. as Queen Victoria would yeah. attest to this week. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> wow. 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 But yeah, I mean,
1: total sidebar.
0: No, I loved it. I love it. Thank you for sharing your boots on the ground. But yes, all this cheating business. I mean, for me, Teresa is done. She's moved on. She's found her independence and I'm happy for her. I actually think, like, I know there's been a little bit of backlash, people saying that they're both narcissists and they're both liars and all this stuff. And look, obviously we've known that for a very long time. But there is growth. And I love when I watch my housewives grow. It was like when Stacy grew up in the last couple seasons of Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules, Teresa has find, found, finally found some kind of even keel. I mean, I'm sure when the new season of New Jersey starts, it's all gonna blow up and I'll be eating my words. But this seemed pretty good.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily see her as a narcissist. Um, him for sure, mm-hmm. but her, just because you, you know how much she puts into her kids, yeah. you know, that I think that you really couldn't be so much of a true narcissist to always want to put your kids first. Whereas he didn't give a shit about his kids when he was doing everything he was doing. He didn't, it's, it's not that he doesn't love his kids, but I think that everything has always been about him and he's mm-hmm. always had a, a wife that worshiped him and, you know, and once he was on TV, he's like, "Oh, well, let me see who else is going to wor- worship this uh, juiciness, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> juiciness. <laughs> when Andy was like, so is he still Juicy Joe now that he's lost all this weight?
1: <laughs> oh, he got all mad. He was like, I was never... F- I was never fluffy. I was fluffy, like, yeah, you were pretty fluffy. Dude. You were
0: you were fluffed up to the nines, my friend. Oh, it was Oops. cute. I I prefer him chubby, but look, I'm not going to be dating him anytime soon. I think he's a terrifying man, <laughs> and I'll steer clear of that. But take, I would... yeah, take Caesar over Joe any day. Oh God, these are my <laughs> options in life. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. That whole business with Caroline Manzo uh, they showed the clip of her in Adverted commas predicting this entire event um, they had a quote of her saying about Teresa that she lived this crooked life I never lived it. oh I'm um, no sorry Teresa said that about Caroline. I'm just reading my notes and getting myself confused um that she lived a crooked life and she's never lived uh, Teresa's never lived a crooked life and Caroline predicted that all of this would blow up in, in their faces and that there was definitely something unlawful going on. And, I mean, I uh, think Teresa that... is crooked as they come, no? <laughs> yeah, I think that her, she's
1: referring to Caroline Manzo's – okay, let's see. Let me get this straight. Okay, so uh, Chris Manzo and Caroline Manzo and Dina Manzo, okay, they're all siblings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Caroline, Chris, and Dina's father was killed by the mafia. Right. It was a mafia hit. So I think it's very well known that their father was a connected mob guy. Ah. So I don't think from what we've seen that Caroline married a mob guy and Dina's uh, first husband was um, the dad, uh, Albert's brother. They seem to have a legit business I could be completely wrong. They could all be in the mob. But I think that no, I think that that is ex- what she was referring to. Like, oh, like she's one to talk in her family, you know? Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I didn't know that background. Maybe I did once upon a time, but yeah, that was you a it was, it was a so, long time ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time. But the, you know, I, this is the crap that's in my brain that I never forget. <laughs> <laughs> she she did predict that. And then, you know, Andy, somebody called into his show and was saying, what did Caroline say? He goes, oh, I've already heard from Caroline. He said, yeah, she didn't like that. He said, but he said, but the truth is, is I think that Teresa didn't even understand my question. What I was saying to her was at the end of it, Caroline was actually giving Teresa some accolades, like Teresa will find her voice. She will stand on her mm-hmm. own two feet. She she will be a comeback story. I'm predicting it, and not that Caroline's any big fan of Teresa, but she wasn't slamming her. She was just I'm gonna predict this is what's gonna happen. We could all predict it. Yeah. And uh, and Teresa was like, oh well, she's one to talk. Well, she maybe she's the rat, and then that's when Joe's like, no no no, I know who the rat is. I was like, oh my god, this yeah. is the way we're talking. Yeah. I mean, but you know, that's when Andy was like if you're doing illegal stuff, the chances are you might get caught anyway,
0: but a TV show or not. Exactly. Cause they were sort of, well, at least Joe was sort of blaming the show um, right. and saying that he regretted going on it because that's how they started, you know, finding, finding out that, you know, showing this big, beautiful house and all this affluence on TV. That's when they started the, I guess the um, like they got audited or something. I don't know exactly how it all went down, but they found out that, you know, they were doing illegal activity to acquire all these, you know, all this money for all these possessions and whatnot. And that's what you're saying. Andy was basically like, well, yeah, it was on TV. My bad. But um, you did do the illegal activity. And Joe's like, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to say?
1: But then when he had the nerve to say to Andy, oh, Real Housewives of New Jersey oh. and us going to jail is the best thing that ever happened to you. And Andy's look of like, uh, excuse me? Yeah. That was <laughs> he, so rough. He was like, well, there was the OC and there is New York. Like, it's not the two of you have not made my whole life. Like there's hundreds of other housewives. I mean, and for him to be like, well, yeah, we 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 made you and it's the best thing that ever happened mm-hmm. to you, and that's Teresa's like, same old Joe. I was I like, the, Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, he's
0: an asshole. That yeah. wasn't that was so bad. I like I don't know how Andy does it. He gives us good face, but he never loses it. And I would just be like, excuse me, step off, Joe. Like, they've made good money off this show, um, real legitimate money. So, I mean, we'll be fine just yeah. without you guys. We'll be fine.
1: <laughs> I, I, I
0: liked how Andy said,
1: well, I know exactly how much money Teresa makes. So yeah, exactly. she's doing okay without you.
0: Yeah. And Joe says that she needs to stop dating the younger boys and find herself a rich husband for a, a, essentially a, a sugar daddy. To support yeah. the lifestyle that she wants. Um, which again, just like that's when Andy was basically saying what we've just con- like uh, speculated that the relationship's over. You know, she is dating, she is open to finding someone new. And frankly, I hope she finds a sexy young man that can keep up with her and not an old trout. <laughs> <laughs> a I've, a ne- I've never called anyone an old trout before and I love it. <laughs> Made myself lamp. Oh, that fits
1: though. That fits. If I you can it. think of like a, like, like an old wrinkly guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, she would, she would be good to find somebody. I think her age ish, you know, late forties to, to mid fifties, yeah. you know, with their own career, probably like their own kids divorced, you know, blended family kind of a thing. And, you know, have somebody take her on some trips and do something nice. Cause I think she's been working her ass off for like the last, just the minute she got yeah. out of prison.
0: Yeah. She's absolutely. been working her ass
1: off to try to keep the family afloat.
0: I mean, 4 kids, that's just a lot of people. It's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of people it's on your yeah. own, you know, and not, you don't have your mom to vent to. And she's looking after a sick dad. Like we can say what we want about Teresa, but she's yeah. she's got a lot on her plate. You know, not many people could hold that shit down and as well as she's doing. So I mean, I guess I'm a Teresa apologist now. That's just happened over the course of this last 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> me, me too. And I really have never been—I've never just been ride or die Teresa. I really a lot of times thought she's a pretty awful person, especially yep. the way she treated her cousins when they came on the show, mm-hmm. and the way she treated Melissa. But um, I, I think that she deserves some happiness after seeing that he is still—he has—he hasn't come out of prison a better person. At all, he's no. come out of prison like I'm gonna get the rap that did this to me. You know,
0: he's angry. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I think Ice would have been pretty tough, and he spent an entire week in solitary confinement. And look, all I'm going for from is uh, Orange is the New Black, but it doesn't look fun. So I do. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that changes a person, and if it doesn't help you grow, there's got to be a pretty uh, heavy burning rage deep inside. So. You know, I think that he's probably struggling as well. But, yeah, we'll get to yeah. see the reunion of Teresa, Joe, and the I believe the girls, did Andy say the girls, when they're filming the reunion in Italy in a few weeks? Yeah, he said they're all going
1: to – it's going to be part of the show and that they're all going to go to see him in Italy. And, you know, he was talking about getting on the plane in D.C. and stuff. Of course, I was like, God, I would have loved to have known where that was, I've been hanging out in the airport.
0: Um, <laughs> but he
1: was talking about, like, and, and, like, yeah, I mean, they've got a gun. I mean, what do they gonna do? They're going to shoot me? I mean, like, they were taking pictures of me on the airplane. I was <sighs> like, you are not Brad Pitt. Like, what is going – no. <laughs> no. It didn't
0: happen. No. You know? I mean, and I- – even like you wouldn't even recognize him to be honest he's half the size of the man he once was he's a shadow of the man yeah he's a yeah I thought when they first showed him
1: um when Gia first posted the picture of him on the airplane and she said oh you know thank god my dad is you know, free and headed to Italy I was like is she posting a picture of Mike the situation from Jersey right? Shore?"
0: that's what that's I what too. true at least we know um what what situation's future is going to look like. I mean, and, and look, hopefully Mike, the situation so, so, I've forgotten his last name. That's going to bug me for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, I, hopefully he's gotten his prison sentence out of the way early and now he can just go on living down the straight and narrow. I believe in him. I don't um, have that as much. But here's, pay your pay taxes. Pay your taxes. Pay your bills. <sighs> That's the bottom line. Pay
1: taxes and don't try to flip houses illegally. I mean, that's the bottom line.
0: That's the bottom line. And on that brilliant (laughs) advice to our (laughs) listeners, oh, thank you so much for talking about these insane people with me. It's been such a pleasure. And I'm so glad I've finally been able to get to talk to you kind of in real life and less virtually than usual.
1: And let me ask you a quick question because Mm. I can't help but ask questions. My question for you is how do you get our U.S. shows Mm -hmm. so quickly? Because I see a lot of uh, people in London and stuff saying like, oh, I have to get it through this or that. And it takes three days. And so how are you getting it almost in real time?
0: I think it takes me an extra day. um, But, well, it should be the same as London because – We both, in both here in Australia and in London, I was using a program called Hey You, H-A-Y-U, if anyone's interested. And that's Uh where all of the Bravo shows go to. It also has like Keeping Up With Kardashians, has all of these, um, it's basically just reality TV show uh, hub, Netflix for reality TV. And it's brilliant. But um, yeah, it does get everything, I think a day or a day and a half late. Okay. It's frustrating because I'm always seeing you guys on Pink Shade posting about the episode. I'm like, ah, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. And then I have to just sit on my hands and wait for another 24 hours before I get to Join the party, and by then there's been another scandal. I'm out of the loop. So these are my. <laughs> is this a, um? Is
1: this like a? It's like a um? Like a streaming thing? Yeah, like it's Netflix a streaming platform.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly like that. So hey, you, if anyone's interested, it's only I pay what five dollars a month for it. Definitely worth Ow. it. Wow. Yeah, it's nothing. So oh, Okay. And it's and I get watch what happens live on it now. I'm this is not sponsored, but look, if hey you, if you're listening, like. <laughs> will take a sponsor
1: (laughs) well I was just wondering because it just seems like I was in uh, Mexico this summer just like for four days on a vacation with my husband and there was a 90 day on that I was recapping with Erin and I couldn't get it right even though my tv had TLC in the room it was showing Mm. completely different programming
0: okay Um, so I don't get we don't get um any TLC stuff we sort of just get like the super glossy highbrow uh reality shows you know it doesn't even have the bachelor but yeah mostly those like housewives um kardashians uh, i think there's some like love and hip-hop that kind of stuff rather than all of the um you know the the really beautiful grainy <laughs> images of love after lock up and 90 days and all how that
1: dare you I- <laughs> how dare you
0: <laughs> oh god Okay. Oh, well, hey you. Okay. I'm hey you. Us, yeah. Yeah. I've
1: always wondered. Okay. Yeah. Just to hijack your podcast. Cause I'm just
0: like, I'm just kind
1: of dying to know how you, how you see these things mm-hmm. so quickly.
0: Mary Payne, where can we find you? And what have you got coming up this week on your podcast?
1: Um, on my podcast this week, I interview. So on my podcast, Payne in the pod, I talk to podcasters, um, mostly ones that you've heard of and, and every so often some that you haven't. So this week I talked to, the host and the producer of the podcast culpable, which was a huge podcast. Uh, it stayed in the top three, top 10 for months. And it's a true crime a still open investigation about, um, the murder of this guy in Mississippi, which is actually where I'm from. Just ironically, um, it was a really, really great podcast. And then at one point, like there's PIs involved and they're like recording all of their, like talking to each other, like he's coming out of this door, following mm-hmm. this way. And it's all very exciting. Um, but anyway, it's called culpable. That's who I talked to this week. And then next week I have an interview with the hilarious, uh, John Hill of radio Andy um, and I was telling you about his Australian Helvetica that I I want you to make sure to check it out and see if you could <laughs> tell me if he's doing a good job. And, um, and that's what's going on. And then, of course, I'm on Pink Shade every week with Aaron. And uh, Aaron and I have a Patreon-only podcast called Hey Bunky, where we talk about – right now we're talking about Below Deck and Before the 90 Days. But pretty soon we're adding in some other TLC shows like – welcome to Plathville and you won't get the joy of these shows because you only get the highbrow fancy shows.
0: I know this is why I have to listen to the podcast and live vicariously through you that's why I don't know what um the like whole Caesar situation is but somehow he's still found me and knows that I'm a a, I consume a lot of trash anyway so look I'm in the world I'm in the ether somehow I just don't I just can't watch it. <laughs> he knows you, he knows you live in
1: another country and that's all that matters to him.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank I love- you so much.
1: This has been great. I, I do love uh, talking to people. Like I do air quotes in person instead yeah, of yeah. just like, I hear you on Aaron's podcast, or I see all your comments. You know, it's, it's nice to put a voice with a tight. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know what I, yeah. You know what I, know I, mean. I know what
0: you mean? I totally know. What you mean. It's like the nice to have to connect finally. Yes. yes. Um, thank you so much for joining me. I have loved talking to you and hopefully we'll do it again in the future.
1: Sure. Oh, and I forgot to say my, my social media stuff is pain in the pod. P A Y N E pain in the pod.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Everyone jump on the socials and like and subscribe to Pain in the Pod and check out Hey Bunky because they've got some really really great stuff. Mary Payne and Erin Martin. Thank you again. Alright, I'm gonna get into a little bit of Dallas. Just FYI. There is a workman outside my room right now, so If we hear any banging and clanging, uh, that's what's going on. It's not the foster cats uh, causing havoc this time. They're probably petrified and hiding somewhere. Um, Any hoozles. So this episode was kind of all of the lead up to Leanne's wedding and will her mum arrive? Will she? Won't she? Um, And (laughs) the girls that weren't invited or have decided not to go I mean, look, if I was invited to a wedding via text, I wouldn't be attending either. Um, not because I'm a snob, but because I don't even really like weddings that much. So maybe that does make me a snob. I don't know. You guys be the decider on that. And yeah, so, so look, we did the whole wedding dress reveal. I really, really want to know what you guys thought of this dress because... I just found it so very busy. I mean, look, it, she got it for free, so I'm not sneezing at a $10,000 wedding dress for free. But it, it was just like the, the lace arms and the zhuzhi thing on the dress and the run and the bodice. Like it was a lot going on. I'm not one really for like the whole – I don't know. I'm not into like the whole dress thing. So maybe I'm just look coming at it at a – strange, uh, like I, uneducated eye, I guess, please DM me, DM me and let me know what you thought. Because I, for me, like, yeah, it was pretty, but it was a lot. I did like, and look, I, I'm not into tiaras. I sound like such a Debbie Diana. I hate this. I hate that. But there was just a lot going on. I loved the pop of green, like the bracelet. And I liked the green on the tiara. If it were me I would have done a green on the necklace or something I don't know I liked the white and green I thought that was really cool but I don't think like 60 year old women need to be wearing a tiara that's I don't think six year old children need to be wearing tiaras like leave that to the beauty queens of the world (laughs) oh it was it makes me uncomfortable um But look, that's, that's that. Look, the only person who could pull off (laughs) a tiara was Sonia Morgan in bed, holding a remote, double chin on show as she was like in her pajamas, scrolling through the channels and her bed was full of trash. She is the only woman I want to see (laughs) in a tiara, but that was a completely different situation if you're wearing one and it's serious that's when I have an issue with you um okay so yes is Leanne's mom gonna come look who knows what the truth is like Leanne obviously we know she's an exaggerator she blows up the truth and she hammers shit home like nobody's business um I hate to victim blame and I'm not going to do that but she plays the victim card so strong it's it's really becoming it's grating on me to be quite honest I mean what we don't need to know exactly what went down in Leanne's childhood to know that she's troubled and whether or not her mum is partly to blame or completely to blame in that who knows But what we do know is that at this age in her life, she needs to be doing a lot more work on herself or she will continue to be miserable for the rest of her life and therefore be a miserable person to everyone around her. Like, you can heal. You can can overcome some real fucking shit. But if you're not working on it, you have no hope. Sorry, Leanne. Um, her mum seems sweet, but obviously, who knows? Like, we can't tell just from like a you know one minute clip um on a show. So I'm excited to see if she arrives. The woman that produced Leanne. Yikes. Um the no math slash countdown debate made me lol. Rich is kind of annoying me. Um, the way he sort of is I mean, I'm, I know it's a joke, like him kind of, you know, dismissing the wedding and, you know, in the clip for next week, talking about how sexy the girl swinging from the ceiling was and all this and, you know, like her next husband, <laughs> oh, you're so fucking funny. Uh, for me, it's just a tired, like, middle-aged joke. It's like, come on, man, be more clever than that. He's just... I know it's, it's just very, it's very aged humor to me. It's like a joke that, you know, a businessman in his sixties, a pot belly would make like, Oh, a wife's in the kitchen. Get me a sandwich. (laughs) Like that kind of shit. I'm like, it's just very sexist and boring and it's just not funny to me. Um, But you know, Anyone that can put up with Leanne is a saint in my book. So nine years, I mean, let's, like, we got to give him some kind of credit. Um, Brandy's daughter, Brooklyn, to switch gears a little bit, is rough stuff. A a esterf. I mean, I actually feel sorry for Brandy. And I think she's right. I think she has, like should have been harder on her daughter she's kind of talking about it like it's what's done is done but doesn't like every you know 11 year old girl who is probably like just about to start her period like don't they all hate their mums I mean it's okay if your daughter screams I hate you and slams the door because you wouldn't let her play on her play in the middle of the fucking road so yeah that annoyed me um I wish, yeah, I wish Brandy would kind of tighten up the reins a little bit. Um, And then we have this situation with, so sad, Bruin's bio mum getting pregnant again. I mean, I don't know how that happens, rough situation. Uh, But like like Stephanie, I mean, instantly I was like, well, you got to take that child on. I mean, but like Stephanie said, someone she knew took on six kids because the the baby mama just kept getting pregnant. Like this may never end like this. She could just keep getting pregnant and getting pregnant and expecting other people to take care of her children. And then what do you do? Like Brandy is already at her wits end with this little demon child Brooklyn and, you know, can't be in six places at once. So that was a hard scene, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. Um, obviously, we get to see the conversation between Brandy and her husband next week. So, yeah, it's rough, though. I don't know. I kind of feel like they're going to take take on the next kid and have, like, some kind of, like, Kardashian fleet of B names. <sighs> Deandra's mom, Mama D, I mean... This is rough. Like she is so hard on Deandra, and Deandra, Deandra, yes, she is a lost cause, and she has been coddled to within an inch of her life. And you know, she could have done with a healthy dose of suffering a <laughs> child. <laughs> like she needed to work. She needed to be kicked out of the house and told to get a job at sixteen. But it didn't happen and now she's a spoiled brat at 50 years old. Okay. But Mama D has relinquished all responsibility. Like that is, that's not fair. So I kind of understand where DeAndre's is coming from in that she's like, well, it's her fault. Uh, it's not entirely her fault, but it's also not entirely not her responsibility. And, She just came across really callous and really harsh and not having any regrets. Like, no, I love it. She's living like her dream life. And for her to say it's truly not her responsibility, um, I don't know, like as a parent and as a decent human being, yeah, I think it is your responsibility to tell somebody if that's about to buy your business where it's at, like you don't need the figures, but you need to be able to tell them like, yeah, it's been kind of going downhill or it's tanking. As, like, a business person, okay, maybe not necessarily, but as a mum, yeah, you've kind of dogged your own daughter there, lady. I thought she was – like, she she just really doesn't respect Deandra, and it's very painful to watch. Yuck. Uh, what else we got? Cameron, the montage of court cleaning – was so painful and so manufactured. It's like they know that he is one of the hated house husbands. And so they're trying to make him look like a good guy by showing him cleaning a toilet in a suit. Have have, Has anyone in the history of time ever cleaned a toilet in a suit? Please, pull the other one. And my final note on this episode is that Carrie is just filmed eating sandwiches the entire time and that she's going to the wedding. whoop de doo So <laughs> for me, it was a bit of a nothing episode. That's basically the rundown. I'm excited to see if Leanne's mom comes to the wedding. I'm pretty sure she's going to walk in last minute and it's going to be a whole thing. Um, yeah. Good luck to the happy couple. <laughs> Alright, so as per usual, um, you can hit me up on Instagram uh, at realitytvandme at Moore underscore music for my personal one. It's mostly just pictures of me and cats and kittens that I foster and me and Erin Martin from the Pink Shade podcast, you may have already heard this if you listen to her show, um, have teamed up and we're covering Temptation Island, so we'll be covering that fortnightly on uh, Pink Shade with Erin Martin, the podcast. So you can catch our first episode is out now and then the next one in two weeks and two weeks from there. And the workman is starting to make some noises at me, so I think I better go. Please like and subscribe. It's always great to uh, get a DM from you on Instagram. There's a Facebook Facebook page connected to Reality TV and me, um, so you can just search that in the little searchy place. And I love you and goodbye.